0: Hey, Clinical Pearls family. In this session, we're going to cover a common misperception. Well, is it a misperception? We're going to take a look at the data on whether or not progestin-only methods for contraception can lead to depression. Okay, so according to a recent publication in the journal Contraception from June of 2018, birth control containing the hormone progestin by itself does not increase the risk of depression. That's according to the investigation of more than two dozen studies. In fact, many of the studies actually found slightly lower depression scores among the women using progestin-based contraception. When looking at the entire body of research regarding progestin-only contraception and depression over the past 30 years and focusing on the best available evidence, progestin-only contraception does not cause depression. This finding should be reassuring for teens, parents, and women considering progestin-only contraception. Certainly, all women need to work with their healthcare provider to decide the best choice for them, and individual results may vary. But for the vast majority of women considering progestin-only contraception, this is a safe option, and they are unlikely to develop depression as a result of these medications. Now, this conclusion is especially important considering nearly half of all pregnancies in the U.S. are still unplanned. Long-acting, reversible contraception or LARC methods, which use progestin, are the most effective types of contraception. This new published study was not an individual case report or case control study, but was a systematic review. Remember, a systematic review uses standardized criteria to select all existing studies on a particular issue and compares their conclusions. A meta-analysis goes further by bringing all those studies' data together in a single analysis. Often, a meta-analysis isn't possible if the study's methods were so different that it prevents combining the data. But even a systematic review by itself can reveal a consensus of evidence to date. Worley's new systematic review included 26 studies through September 2016, pulled from PubMed. Ovid and the Web of Science databases. The studies had to be human only, published in English, and looked for any relationship between depression and progestin based birth control. They focused on studies using standardized measures of depression and did not include reports on a single person or studies about other psychiatric conditions. The authors considered a meta-analysis, but the studies measured depression and contraception use in too many different ways to combine the data. Alright, when we come back, we're going to take a look at exactly what type of contraceptive methods were analyzed in this systematic review. This systematic review included studies that looked at the implant containing progestin levonorgestrel, which was Nexplanon. It also looked at Depo-Provera injections, intrauterine devices containing levonorgestrel, and pills that contained only progestin. That's right, the mini-pill. No increase in depression was seen in the five studies on the implant, three studies on Depo-Provera, four of five studies on the IUDs, and two of three studies on the progestin-only birth control. Only one study showed increased depression with IUDs or pills. Looking specifically at postpartum women, some evidence suggested possible increased depression in those prescribed progestin-based contraception. However, as the authors state, the evidence was not sufficiently robust and there was conflicting data. So the authors state that prescribers should not deprive these women of effective, reversible, long-acting contraception if they so desire it. They also added that discussion of these possible negative effects could be an important part of postpartum contraceptive counseling, and that all postpartum women should be screened for depression regardless. Well, what about the data in teens or adolescents? Well, the evidence in teens also did not show increased rates of depression, though fewer studies focused on teens. Again, though, the authors recommended regular depression screening for teens since they have higher depression risk anyway. Not much evidence exists on progestin-only birth control in women who already have depression, but the small amount that does exist does not show that depression worsens or returns. All right, but here's a point that has to be made. So since the systematic review did not find an impressive link or increased risk of depression, why did some prior studies show a possible link to depression? Well, there's lots of possible reasons, including the fact that other lifestyle changes happen alongside starting a new birth control method, and those may increase the risk of depression. Others use national health databases that may be incomplete or contain errors as part of their data gathering. Others focus on populations in other countries that aren't as diverse as the U.S. or draw broad conclusions based on very small statistical differences. Now, unfortunately, many people develop depression for many different reasons, and some people fault their progestin-only contraception. But when looking at large populations, progestin-only contraception does not seem to be the culprit. Depression is common, and development of depression after starting progestin-only contraception does not always mean that the new medicine caused the issue. Data for this podcast came from the June 2018 edition of the journal Contraception with the chief author being Worley. That's W-O-R-L-Y. An additional reference was an editorial published in Forbes by the author Tara Hale. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Clinical Pearls.